When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Forever! Dog! Hello Are really, they've just gone too far. No, this is called the Ration. Welcome. The Scandinavian is called the Ration. <laughs> welcome back for yet another steaming, piping, scalding <laughs> serving of. This, of course, is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, issues in politics, Politics. and take a deep Deep drive drive into the dree ends. (laughs) So let's get into some. (laughs) Oh my gosh. How is Heels of Hell going? You're you're in uh, Scandinavia or Berlin or. Um, well, we just got to Berlin, um, you, so uh, it's going well. You podcasted uh, live from Oslo last night, right? Yes, and if you glance at a map, you will see how absolutely, absolutely impossibly far away Oslo is from Berlin, and we got here, you know, um, about 45 minutes before the meet and greet was about to start, we got yeah. to the venue. So it was a really quick uh, day, kind of a long night of driving. Long bangs. Um, But we made it right. We made it. And you know what? I was really impressed by how professional everyone was. Like literally everyone was pretty much on time for the meet and greet. And that is a really hard thing to do. The dolls on this tour are dedicated, lovely, fierce, professional. And I give them a deep salute. Um, I also want to give a deep salute to both of you and to, you know, our listeners for, you know, being patient for us trying to make it work when I'm on the road. And um, uh, there obviously last night when we were recording um, the Race Chaser episode, there was a lot of screaming, shouting stunts and shows in the background. So thank you for bearing with us. (laughs) And bearing with me is Dipper on this couch. And let me just tell you. Life's not there. 
bearing about. Bearing about. Um, so wait, I'm reading that you were in Hotlanta. Yes, I was. I did a, a wiggle and a giggle at uh, the Moxie Hotel in the lobby, and it was so fun. They had human Jenga, which was me stacking up like nine fags and then pulling one out. Um, <laughs> that I was to you get to at Swinging Richards, human Jenga. Uh, fuck you. You know I don't go there anymore <laughs> after, after they discriminated against me last year at Atlanta Pride. Yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't let me in the lap dance room because I had a wig on. They're like, we need to keep a masculine energy back there. And I was like, oh wow, this is discrimination. Oh. And yeah, you know, I, like that. I was so mad, and it was the first time I'd ever been discriminated against because I'm a cis white privileged male. And I was like, yeah. this happens to people every day. And I just wanted to get a little dick. Like, fuck, I'm the worst. But um, you should be like uh, you should be like Blanca on Pose and like just show up in full drag and sit at the bar and be like, I have a space here, honey. Well, the weird thing was like I was there and like this girl that I worship, her name's uh, uh, Amaya Scott and she was on Empire and she's gorgeous and like full like, you know, a, a goddess and like. If she weren't allowed in the back of the room, like we can spend our money out front, but we can't spend it in the back. Fuck that. That's the place where Courtney lost all the tip money that one year. Like, and we had the coin to spend. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't feature that. And and it's kind of strange, too, because I'm sure a lot of the dancers identify as straight or bi. And so, like, why wouldn't they mind female presenting divas? Yeah, and and who cares? The skirt state comes with the green money. You know, not a green chimichurri, uh, a green yeah. cash, a green cash sauce. I was going to throw it too, yeah. but um, it's fine. I don't need to cater to them and give them my gay dollar no more because, you know, I didn't like that. Okay. But what I did All like, right. what, what I did like you in the Sharon Needles uh, pop-up in Spoopy. Wasn't that cute? That was a really fun day. It was a really fun shoot. A lot of talented people and, um, and it's a fun album. Really get into it. Yeah. It looked great. Um, the weather looked the perfect drag weather of like overcast, but not like rainy. Yeah, it rained for a little bit at the beginning of the day. And then I don't know, the witch powers warded it off. Good, good. That's cool. Um, have you been uh, listening to any other Drag Race UK podcasts at all? Because I haven't. What? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there's another one. It's hosted by... Um, I'm guessing two drag queens, Scarlet Moffat and Baby Lame or Baby LeMay. I like Baby LeMay. That's a cute name. If it's Baby LeMay. If it's Baby Lame, I don't like that. Um, I like Baby Lame. Girl, I'm looking for a drag daughter so I can name her Charcuterie still. Good. Oh. oh. I think it's um, the BBC. Oh, that's why, that's why girls aren't allowed to do our podcast, I guess, because they got an official podcast over there. Oh, I see, y'all being territorial. That's fine. Protect your investment. That's cute. Well, it it makes sense, and we don't hold it against the divas or the dolls. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad we understand. Yeah. I'm very happy to see that drag queens are hosting a podcast about a drag show, though, and not like just another cis male. You know. Oh wait, I agree. I'm a cis male. Never mind. Anyway, you know um, what we mean. Drag queens for drag queens. 2020. But we bewiggle ourselves for a living. So we have the, I don't know, we have a perspective as to what it is to be drag. Mm-hmm. And my perspective is a full bang. 
just over the eyebrow. And maybe a glass. An eyeglass. Maybe a glass. Now, is that a bejeweled monocle you're wearing? It is. I was going for sort of a Madame X sort of Bond girl sort of... um, uh, My Bond girl name would be Pussy Vagina. I like that. It's mysterious. You don't really know where you're getting. It's not too direct. Oh, you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. <laughs> you know what you're getting. A gift receipt. <laughs> uh, speaking of things you want to return, did you see Tyra's Instagram letter? <laughs> uh, I did. I read it and I accept it. Me too. I, I mean, I, I forget what she did that was so terrible. And it was funny. She when threatened you- to blow up DragCon. Oh. See, I just thought it was like some mess with her and Bible Girl. I forgot about all that. We knew she wasn't going to blow it up, though. She might have meant she had to take a hot shit. Like, bitch, I'm about to blow up Dragon. But she probably meant the bomb part. Yeah, you're right. I like to give the benefit of the doubt sometimes. I I believe that people can grow and change and learn and evolve. And she sounded really heartfelt. She, You know, I don't think it's oh, I'm just doing this for publicity. It's like, I think she needed to sort of get right with herself and with her soul and her spirit. And I feel like she's doing that. And I give that a deep salute. Salute, salute. Mm -hmm. I saluted for you too. Um, Thank you. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Now. I don't have the buttons over here. I'm having phantom soundboard buttons. I'm just like, I want to press the... <laughs> we just did. Thank uh, you for that. Now, one of the people that Tyra infamously had uh, troubles with, Tyra's troubles, um, was Tatiana. <laughs> and and Tatiana uh, looks like she had a fun weekend in Atlanta. I didn't see her because I did a turn and burn, quick little gig. She was there a little longer, I guess. And then at some point in the night, she wanted to go back into the club where she was after someone had taken a picture with her and they said, no, 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 you can't come through this way. Now, I don't know about you, but when someone tries to tell me what I can't do, that's what I want to do more than ever, especially when I'm twisted. And it was Pride weekend, so I would hope that my sister was having a good old time. But apparently, she got arrested. They called the cops. And, um, yeah. I mean, I think the mugshot is cute. She looks adorable. She looks 18. A, the bitch doesn't age. The lace is right. The like, she even looks, she looks like an anime character crying. She looks so beautiful. Her brows are so expressive, like Timon from um, Lion King, like very expressive brows. Not, she doesn't look happy, but it's, it's a composed, it's a composed photo. Yeah. And her beat is right. Her beat is right. Yeah. For those of you who aren't in the know, I mean, I'm... Uh, uh, this uh, this is a tidbit that not many are going to be talking about. You know, this is right. It's a Tati tidbit. Uh, our good friend of the pod, deep friend of the pod, Tatiana. Um, she was, yeah, she was arrested in Atlanta and the mugshot went out on TMZ and there was a story that went out. Um, and I really like her Twitter response. Me too. And she, she said, I'm going to do a reading of it. 
She said, I'm fine. It was a dumb situation that I wish didn't happen, but shit happens and people make mistakes. There was no violence or ridiculousness. I'm crying in the picture because I was scared and had never been in that position before. Wish I would have just smiled. And did you guys see this? We just saluted. Um, Thank you. Did you see that she's doing a party called Disorderly Conduct and all the money is going to a good cause? I love that. Lace front. I'll send you the um, I'll send you the flyer for. It. I wish she would have used the crying mugshot on the flyer, but she looks sickening on the flyer. She yeah, I mean I I would have used the other one too, but I love that. Bitch, maybe we can get a booking. It uh, is um You know what? Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to take a break and we'll see if we can get a booking. Okay. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Oh, baby, we podcast. She's a lot of guys. And I will look hot, guys, and then... 
Podgossington. And this is, of course, a segment two, which we call, and I don't know how we're going to fucking sing it. Why don't, you, why don't you just sing it and I'll listen? Let's get political, political. I want to get political. Let me see your policy. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's on the maracas and the shimmy shakes. Yes, I was doing percussion. Now, okay, I'm reading this, uh, this, um, outline and we, uh, experienced a really terrible murder in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Another. Yes. Yet fucking another. Uh, 28-year-old Tatiana Jefferson was murdered in her own home by police. Her neighbors called the police when they saw her front door open. They then saw her walking in her own home and shot her through the bedroom window. She was at home playing video games, minding her own business. Watching her eight-year-old nephew... Um, and she was a grad student. There's videos of her teaching that went online and she worked in pharmaceutical equipment sales. She was just like, oh, it's another one of these, these deaths. I mean, we had, um, that woman just go to jail for the cop. Uh, I, I, I forget the name of the man that she killed Amber Geiger, but Joshua Brown, the witness in that case, he was just shot in the mouth and killed and there's a hundred thousand dollar reward up for him this dallas fort worth area is not the area to live no if you if like these cops there like who are they they said they saw a gun on the wall or something and i just don't get it i do like though that they're taking swift action the police department and the mayor wrote this letter to the whole town about how horrified she is and how what they can do like to to try to heal a little bit from all of these things they gave the officer 48 hours to scrub his social media and peacefully resign from his job then he was arrested days later what the fuck did he give atiana he gave her 0.6 seconds to react his body cam footage was released she had less than a second from her reaction time to when she was shot because the officer saw a gun on the wall that's what he said. It's crazy. Who sneaks around the back of a yard of a window instead of like knocking on the door? A neighbor had called in, um, had called in something about, uh, I, I, I'm not sure, I can't speak on what it was exactly, but like he was just reporting something and then they sneak around this woman's house and shoot through a window. It's just horrifying. It's really terrible. I mean, it's, it's really heartbreaking and, uh, uh, I mean, I don't, I'm, uh, there's a lot of work that needs to be done with law enforcement, uh, and their relationship with, um, with people. I mean, in, in general, but especially people of color, especially black people, um, because this is a problem that is still going on and it's going on way too much. It, it's, it's too much. And I, I don't know. I don't know if we just need to fucking stop and just have a complete retraining of police nationwide because this is a continuing, ongoing issue. 
and it, it needs to stop and it needs to change. Do you think all the, the police officers in America have guns because the gun industry is so huge here and it makes so much money for everybody that they're not willing to change? I mean, didn't they take all the guns from um, New Zealand and Australia after one of the massacres? Like, I feel like if they take all the guns from the normal people and then they take all the guns from the cops. No, they should take the guns from the cops first and then the normal people. Well, I don't even and, know. Just get rid of them. And the heartbreaking thing is that these are situations where if it, uh, where a conversation could have happened rather than someone dying and then having a funeral. And that it's so unnecessary and it's so needless and it's so fucking irresponsible. Yeah. I asked on Instagram, like, what could I do as like a just, you know... Do I just wait for these old white men to die who are in, like, the NRA pockets and stuff? Like, what can we do to change reform forward? And I think it's all just about voting, finding out about what the gun record is for the specific candidates in your area and voting per that ticket. Because that's, like, probably the most important issue right now in in our world. It's killing people. It's killing so many people. Other, than, We need better water in Flint, gun control, and... At least one more thing. Yeah. Well, but I don't know what that thing is. Our um, our hearts are going out to um, the family of Tatiana uh, and everyone in Dallas who has been affected by this. And I mean, I guess I, I hope that this is going to get not just the conversation going, but some decisive action going. Agreed. That's what I hope. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. Thank you. Oh my god! In that echo room, it really does sound like you're in a cave because we're spelunking into the into the DMs. Yes, these are great. Thank you so much to everyone who sends us messages in the DMs or emails us. We really appreciate it. Um, we love you, hearing from you. Do you know that DM stands for Dick Mailbox? Because <laughs> it does. Dick messages. Yeah. I have to check my Dmail. <laughs> <laughs> this first message comes from Madeline. She says, Hi, Alaska Williman Dipertita. Just wondering, what are y'all planning on being for Halloween? What are you doing for Halloween this year? I'm go- I'm off for the first time in a while, and I'm going to the Slick It Up Halloween party. David Mason, Ooh. he's sickening. Ooh. Look up Slick It Up online. They make amazing outfits and get-ups and stage gear and party wear. Uh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a party wear designer. Um, he's just like this... <laughs> He's just this maximum faggot, and he throws great parties, and I love hanging out with him. What are you doing for Halloween? Are you are you gonna wear some sexy, slutty, slick it up neoprene latex fuckwear? Yes. Your ass out. Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. What are you doing? Um, I will continue to be on the Heels of Hell tour, which uh, you can go to holytea.net if you're in Europe. We're hitting a lot of cities, so girl, we might be coming to right where you are. 
Exactly. Um, I've been doing uh, Lady Gaga illusion for one of my acts, and I've been doing a I clown saw. illusion for another of my acts. So it's been really fun. QB. I get, I get to do, I get to be like a drag queen. I get to, you know, impersonate one of my favorite celebrities, Bianca and I get Rio. to just. Right, exactly. I get to be fucking a circus clown, which is, <laughs> it's been really fun and very rewarding. That's so cool. What are you doing, Dipper, for Halloween? I don't know. Dipper's, his, <laughs> Dipper's trying to get his hand out of a honeypot and his head out of a tree. No, I'm going to Key West. Never mind. He's going to Key West. So he's going to be in a key lime pie. <laughs> Never mind. He's going to wear green and call himself a key lime pie and offer people a slice. Did you, would you like the whip topping? That'll be very fun. I would like to put some daddy sauce on it, though. Oh, fuck yeah. America's southernmost bottom. <laughs> With the, covered in daddy sauce. Oh, daddy sauce. Well, someone sent in a message that many of you wrote in. Oh, oh, so many of you wrote messages to let us know that daddy sauce is an actual sauce. And we have a picture we'll put up on the Instagram at RaceChaserPod. Where did they get this early uh, picture of me? Ooh. <laughs> is that Don't. Jerry Peck? It sure is. And she's saying, ooh, you, the face you make when in a photo when you want to get some whites around your eyes and the face, I call it, there's the dick in your butt. Ooh. That. Ooh. Yeah. So cute. Good to know. Thank you. See, Drag Race UK is educating all of us. So I, I want a big bottle that. of daddy sauce. I want to keep it in the fridge in Palm Springs. I know you do. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Never mind. That's a different here's thing to keep a, in the fridge. Here's a message from Eden Cherry Danish. Great drag name. <laughs> uh, she says that Crystal's uh, from Drag Race UK. Crystal's actual drag name is Crystal Beth, but the show would not let her use it. Oh, that's funny. See, that's stupid. She should have said, "My name's Crystal Elizabeth." I mean, that's kind of fierce, right? Yeah. That's kind of lit. Because then we'll all uh, know, but. Exactly. I mean, I also think there's something so lovely and hilarious about just being called Chris John. Me too. I think it's very funny. Um, and Jeremy's going to be shook because, I mean, Jeremy's drag name is Crystal Powers. So I, I live in a, a deep house of Crystal. Crystal City Crystal right outside D.C., the metro area. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Bruno, one of our friends of the pod, did a deep dive research mission for Jeffrey Moran. Um, oh. We found many wire oh. image photos, uh, a, base, a, a roadmap to his whereabouts. And it seems like... Okay, he spelled his name wrong. Oh, that's a different thing. Wait, so someone just sent us some pictures? They Googled of him? These what the like, fuck? These well, are like archival images. Like, what? This we know what she looks like. We want his, this... we want his party ad. <laughs> I will say... His Adam for Adam party ad. These are pictures through the years of Jeffrey Moran presenting <laughs> the check to Drag Race winners... Also uh, posing with Michelle Visage, also on stage with Raven, also on stage with Mimi. I'm first. Poor guy. Um, and he no, looks great Mimi. in every single one. Honey, tell me that ain't Mimi. I'm first in the pink. That ain't Mimi. If you zoom in, Mimi's nose is way different. And it looks like a sweetie pie, but it's not sweetie pie okay. either. And that was the year of BB, so 
Ooh, BB. Ooh, BB. Yes. Yes. That's why she, that's why Mimi was allowed on stage because she hadn't been on Drag Race yet. Well, that nose hadn't been nowhere either then maybe. Cuz that ain't her. <laughs> well, thank you for deep diving into Jeffrey Moran. We are trying to get him as a guest on the pod. So, uh so I believe someone messaged us who's uh Jeffrey Moran is their uncle, but we haven't we haven't gotten to the bottom. Can I it. tell you a secret? They're not really my uncle. What? <laughs> they never are dear <laughs> uh this next all message, right you want to hit this from william sure from william dearest sisters i am loving the first episode for the first ever drag race uk fantastic commentary and perspective of the um scene from two icon veterans of drag however i have one note that is a common misconception of most americans when discussing the uk Referring to the UK as England is quite offensive to the four nations which make up the UK. England may be the most populated nation of of England, but referring to the entire UK as solely England completely diminishes the union of the four nations between England, Scotland, Northern Ireland, and Wales. Personally, I am Scottish, and I'm a massive unionist between the four nations currently. And since 2014, Scotland has had a divided dialogue concerning its position within the United Kingdom, culminating in the Scottish referendum of 2014, with the majority voting for Scotland to remain in the UK. Therefore, when Americans, or many English people for that matter, refer to the UK solely as, as solely Scotland, it stirs up bitter feelings. Also, justice for whole picks, and uh, William sends a, a deep hole pick. Uh, <laughs> deep one. I... I will accommodate a schlong pick if you acknowledge the note of calling the UK the UK and not just England. Wow, educational. Uh, yeah. Um, y- yes. Um, wait, so what? So Scot- Scotland's in the UK? Scotland, Wales. That was a long-ass note to tell us the UK is made up of Scotland, Wales, Ire- North Ireland, England. Yes. Did we call it England? We must I'm have. I'm so embarrassed. We, we must have. How horrible. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm I'm so embarrassed. I, I'm if we misspoke, I, I just I guess I'm just not as educated about these things as I could be. And so from now on, honey, UK is UK and we ain't calling all that. I guess I said Queen of England a lot. Uh, is wh- she the Queen of England? I don't know, but she certainly has Everybody face. Everybody face. <laughs> <laughs> and our tour is the UK and Ireland. Oh, our tour is the UK and Tia. Ireland, which is wonderful. So is Tia this Vanya. next dick from Andrew. Ooh, he said, I listened to the first episode of UK Drag Race and... <laughs> and not sure if you know, the Vivian won the drag ambassador role and part of her prize was to be in an episode of drag race if you look at season eight episode four new wave queens just before dragnometry performs you could see a drag queen in the audience that's the vivian love the fact that you're covering uk drag race can't wait to hear your thoughts here's my dick pic for your time i think andrew's um pube work is very um styled i think it's i think that might be a webster wig that he's wearing as the uh at the base of his uncut member. Um, oh, yeah. And I can't, 
I can't tell if it's fully erect or partially erect. I mean, I guess it's sticking out by itself. So that that's, you know, erect. It's still got its turtleneck all the way up. Ooh, and that, that pinkish um, tip at the end. Like a blush. Yes. An ombre. Uh, an ombre I always I always like a, a kiss of blush on the just just the head. I think it yeah. uh, adds dimension and a it adds of, warmth. A breath of mauve. Yes. So thank and you, Andrew. We appreciate. And your veiny member. Yes. Mm-hmm. Deep salute. Our final Ooh. message today is from Jay. Hola, Alaska oh. Willem and Dipper Trintra. I am a self-acclaimed deep friend of the pod. My dick was on the episode with Gia. And I wanted to know your favorite new slang word heard on Drag Race UK. What are the biggest differences you see between it and the American version? Also, here is my explicit drink. Jay from London. Mm. That, Damn. Is that a camera trick? How's that? Wow. That hateful, notorious club. Ugh. It's hefty. Uh, oh. It's erect, but pointing downward, I think, because of the weight of it. Uh, it oh, can't... it's definitely weighted. From, it looks like it would go from his elbow to right where that one bone sticks out of your wrist. And the balls are yeah. the balls are beautiful. I mean, usually balls aren't noteworthy, but we, we would be remiss if we didn't report on the balls in this situation. They're big. They're big balls. Yeah. Yeah. And the rest uh, of the body is a statue of gorgeousness. He's got a, a tan line. He obviously wears a short little short in the tanning bed. But um, yeah. I'm down. I'm down or up. Yeah. I, uh, it's a deep salute, but to answer the word drachmatized, um, to answer the question, um, my favorite new slang word, I mean, my favorite catchphrase is much better, much better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and the main difference I see is that I think English humor has a way of being like very, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it's irreverent. And so uh, I think that the queens are more irreverent, but also the mechanisms of the show are very like, we're literally just making you line everyone up from who you think is the best to who you think is the worst. Like we're not beating around the bush here. Um, so I think it's it's more like straight shooting. Uh, it's more meta and the humor is is really uh really dry and and really funny i would agree i think the uk is their drag is based in like a broader sense of comedy like with the pantomimes that they do over there and with drag queens always in those productions um and i Mm -hmm. think the differences are that i know when they came back to america they cleaned house and they ran a tight ship at the bbc and it ran really well and when um I guess they were seeing that. Then they came back to America and were like, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone. And then these are the new people. This is the new regime, you know? So I think that's the difference is it's being made by different people. And that's all I see. 
We thank you, Jay, from London, and we thank you, everyone who has uh, sent in messages, and thank you for listening to this very special episode of <laughs> You can send us your questions to at racechaserpod at gmail.com or concerns or queries, and good questions with explicit dricks get priorities. That's right. You can follow the dolls on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 and at Race Chaser Pod. We will be back next week with more piping, steaming, steaming, screaming, Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarchet. Our theme music is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises, Incorporated Limited. Hot!